I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. And I'm Alan Rickert. And you forgot to say Gaziza. Start again. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickert. And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from, from Fort Awesome, awesome a news radio, radio podcast. podcast. All right, Alan, we're here in Fort Awesome Studios. Yes. Um, in beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Oh, it's the beautiful. You guys should see the sun mm-hmm. and the heat. It's just yeah, it's, it's a God, it's thing. phenomenal. Mm. Uh, you will notice an absence of one voice. We do not have the ethereal presence of Jen with us. Um, she will. She will be missed. So uh, mm-hmm. the real deal with Bill McNeil may or may not be happening. If it is, it'll be much. It'll probably be brief. Yeah, it'll it'll be brief. It <laughs> won't be nearly as detailed as she does. When now, when he when he says she will be missed, she's not passed away. She's she's. Oh yeah, I didn't mean. Oh, she's on a different ethereal plane this week right. and next week. Right. Because we're recording both these weeks at the same time. Not when I say at the same time, I mean one after the other. I don't mean like literally. We're we record at the same one time. show a month, so she's gonna be gone for two months. Yeah, right, um, right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's weird the way we do this time wise. It's <laughs> I don't know how we manage to do it. It's not efficient, but no. hey, we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the important part, and they get out there. So yeah, the crazy thing is we have not. As you're listening to this, we, in terms of time, have not recorded it yet. No. So mm-hmm. I don't know how. Good on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was weird. Um, this <laughs> episode is episode seven of our podcast, because mm-hmm. uh, if you guys listened last week, I released the uh, Phil Hartman tribute episode of Comedy on Vinyl. Which so is amazing, so take a listen, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a ton of fun. And then, uh, so we're episode seven, but episode six of News Radio. We're back We're back on the horse. Yes. Back the, on the horse? Huh? Yeah, well, there are no horses on the on the episode, no, but uh, no. there is a luncheon at the Waldorf. There, there is. That happens. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's the title of the episode. You're right. How what? weird. It's um, amazing. May 2nd, 1995 is when this episode comes out. I was in junior high. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. I feel old still. Uh, let me see. In May, what I've, I would have just been starting my, my alternative school in upstate New York. That's where I would have been. Well, you got when in I trouble? Say just, I didn't like start in May. I guess it would have been the end of the year. What am I think? Just starting in May. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I did not get in trouble. School. I was the opposite. I was the kid who was constantly getting picked on and couldn't learn because I hated school. Oh, buddy, I hated it so much, and I was going to quit. I was literally going to quit. Well, I say we go back. We mm-hmm. go back to that first school, and mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna do it all again. It's going to be so much better. I, that sounds like the worst idea possible. Even if I had a time machine, I now. think it's a plot of Billy Madison, actually. Oh. Is there a time machine involved in Billy Madison? Uh, no, but there should have been. Okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, luncheon at the wall, there. <laughs> uh, so, the, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, you no, you up? go ahead. Uh, was this the, yeah, the uh, the episode pretty much starts off with Bill asking Beth to uh, join him at the luncheon at the Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Um, what did she say? I, I, I don't remember what she said. To, to Bill Pryor, but I just remember uh, his response. You are a sassy one, <laughs> aren't you, Beth? And it gets such a good, solid laugh from anybody who saw him on SNL, which is it's, a good, I mean, it's the only he says sassy one more time in the show. Mm-hmm. As I, I'm assuming the writers are just like, let's put in a reference to sassy. <laughs> like, let's just see. And it's great. Oh, God, it's so delightful. The man's way of reading a line is one of the delights of I, 
again, we've sure. talked about this before, but just uh, there's no one else that could take a line that's not supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's just supposed to be a straight line. And just how his tone and his seriousness of it, you're just like, you can't help but laugh hysterically. Mm-hmm. Oh, what she says before that is, Beth, what are you doing this afternoon? She says, same thing I'm doing right now, except with yogurt, which I, I kind of like that line quite a bit. <laughs> like, big, uh, it's, you know. I said I didn't take the note on that. I should have. How dare you? Yeah. It's the first note I have, just for the record. So that's the whole point. Like, I should have let Jason start. We probably took that. alternating notes. It's, yeah. No, it's okay. Your line. It's, He's got one line, and I got the other, and hopefully they mix and match. We're going to get to this later, but I, after that, though, I wrote down. I'm like, oh, don't forget your favorite line. Like I would forget my favorite line <laughs> if I remembered it just then, so I wrote it down. Um, this is like a super Bill, not just Bill-heavy episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a Bill-quote-heavy episode because mm-hmm. the plot more surrounds Beth, but Bill's just got so many great lines he, He's got episode. so many great, great lines, and you see him actually pretty vulnerable at one point in this Mm -hmm. episode but we'll get to that when we get to it okay if we get to it we (laughs) may just totally avoid talking about bill this whole episode well there's no bill in this bill uh took the day off in this one um (laughs) oh my god my notes are horrible um well i got yeah yeah, do it i I was just scared that i'm gonna miss but i just love it uh after beth accepts and doesn't realize uh what what the actual possibility of this being a date was i just love it when she like runs to Lisa's desk and just like, I'm going to a free lunch at the Waldorf. <laughs> just Such her spaz. expression. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, I don't know. You know, it's, that's a, again, that's another thing. There's so many people in this show that do line reads that mm-hmm. nobody else would do that. Like Vicki Lewis, again, also very good at that. Very oh, yeah. good at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why, like, her and Bill make a really great team whenever they do mm-hmm. pair them up. They're just a weird team because. It's like. Almost like they're they're all they're both weird in their own right, but yeah. like on opposite uh, ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. That it just works so well. And I mean, he's the best paid person in the office. She is mm-hmm. the poorest paid person in mm-hmm. the office. Um, oh, there's okay. So there's a moment here early on when, like, like you said, Beth doesn't quite realize this is a, a request for a date, mm-hmm. and it's actually not entirely clear that it is for sure, right? Sure. Like, I don't think we're suspicious until Matthew says something. He's like, "Bill's finally making his move, huh?" And it's, which is. In terms of his relationship with Bill, it's weird at this state because we don't it's, really know that they're friends. Right. Like, how would he know this? But I don't remember how far after this, like when he starts to become obsessed with Bill, but I, I'm, I'm starting to sense It's a couple they're, seasons, they're, really. Is it really? Because yeah, they're like, starting to plant seeds, I feel like, when yeah. he just. Because he's almost excited when he says, mm-hmm. yeah, Bill's making the moves. I, I, yeah. You did a better impression than I did. No, it's but, really yeah. okay. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> It just it just seems like because we are not at any point before this given any idea that the two of them talk. It's just right. that he thinks he's a spaz and doesn't like him. Right. That's really it. That's... So it could there could still be this like sort of uh, reticent confessional going on like fine sit me with me while I'm eating lunch I'll talk to you you know like <laughs> I really got to think for that Beth yeah. you know oh my God there's oh, anyway sorry there's a line I was just thinking about like ten episodes away anyway continue <laughs> <laughs> so you'll hear about that line in ten episodes yep. Um, <laughs> So, what a, Matthew was it? It was Matthew that said uh, he's had a hot seat ever since you wore that blue dress at the Christmas party or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The blue dress, the famous blue dress. Exactly. She's just gonna, and then as she sort of tests the waters by saying she's gonna, you know, I've got a pantsuit that I'm gonna wear, and he's like, "All right, see you later." You know, Beth, what about that blue dress? And then it gets a big audience reaction, and then it's then. 
She says, oh, he's just a harmless guy, but he's behind the, the glass doing this creepy, he does this creepy wink at her, which mm-hmm. is so fucking fantastic. You know what's great about the Whenever he does stuff like that, you are like, is he, he might just be being genuine or he's really creepy. It, it, you know. cannot tell with him. You yeah. cannot tell with Bill. That's why you can <laughs> give him the benefit of the doubt somehow through this whole episode, I feel yep. like. Yep, because I think he actually is being genuine in this episode. I think so, too, until he gets the opportunity. Oh, well, I can emotionally manipulate some people, so here we go. uh, Yeah, until he gets pushed, (laughs) then it's like, oh, screw you guys. You're going to get it right now. I think we might even have to have Jen just do like a little special addendum later on. Oh, we certainly can. You know, because I'll have her do a deeper half her, like I hire her to do this or something. Sure, sure. She had the week off, though. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um... What is it? Okay. Oh, I also love the uh, the talk back and forth between Beth and Matthew about the, the cost of the dress and how like, <laughs> yeah. Matthew's really getting into it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, $5. That's pretty high. $75. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> like, it's, it's so great. And Lisa's kind of the outsider, like, why are you guys doing this? This is really weird. <laughs> you know, and actually, uh, you know, now that you bring that up, it makes me think, like, I think maybe any... Any relationship that we establish like that, like that's the first mm-hmm. time we see him being like, like heavily effeminate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not a judgment. I'm just saying like that's that's the first time he's pretty effeminate. I feel like right. I guess it's OK. Anytime there's a surprise element to his personality because he is the weird guy in the office. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's maybe it's well, natural. Maybe that's justified. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm he's effeminate. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the show he's. Technically, he is straight, though, too. He's so technically kind of, straight. Right? Uh, yeah, even though he like has admittedly homoerotic fantasies <laughs> later on about him and Bill. But know? who doesn't? Sure. I mean, no, really. I mean, it's Bill. It's Bill McNeil. But that's a, that's that's more of an obsession thing more than a... It really is. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, the... Um, I, I, I uh, like too that the end of the cold open is they're just all bullshitting and built and then Dave walks in. Oh, couldn't you guys just pretend to work? <laughs> it's just... By? I love it because he just... When they're all like gathered, though, when he just he just like walks by to stop, and as you mentioned before, he's gonna start to become Ed, the old news director mm-hmm. from the first episode. Uh, it's almost like you're seeing little moments of that here and there where he's just anything he does it doesn't matter. He's just he's gonna he's gonna be defeated. So. Yeah, yeah. It only really matters in the moment. Like, <laughs> hey, they're listening to me right now. The chance that they're actually going to follow through on any of this shit, unless their lives depend on it. Which, and even when that happens, mm-hmm. like later on, when they all have to write their own job descriptions, they're all failures at it. <laughs> oh, I, I love the idea that this show makes everybody in the station more and more useless. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the arc of it. Well, you're going through it. Uh, really, the only guaranteed people I know what they're doing is, uh, I think, Bill, Lisa, and Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Catherine too, because she's the hosting. But I really, again, Matthew, you don't know, you never know what he's doing. Really, no. technically, his job keeps changing. Beth, she's supposedly, supposedly the uh, the secretary, but she's not really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. In this, he even talks about oh, I have to do research, I have to make calls. Mm-hmm. Um, or was that the next episode? Did I totally just skip ahead an episode? <laughs> I just watched them both in a row. Um, the the budget the budget issue. Is no, this it? is the no. Bu- this is the budget episode. Okay, good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he has to make calls, and it's like, what the fuck is your job? <laughs> like again, sort of maybe reporter, but also now researcher. Um, yes. Oh, I, was gonna, I gotta before uh, 
This is a, a first in this episode uh, yeah. with a running gag of Mr. James talking to Dave's mother. That was really, the next really thing I was liking say. that. Yeah. I just like I that. I love it so, so much. <laughs> Dave just walks in the office and Mr. James is on the phone. I gotta go. <laughs> I don't remember how his laugh was, but yeah. delightful lady. And Dave's like, who? Your mother. I accidentally hit speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then eventually it turns into like. He's in love with her. Yeah. And then eventually he's literally staying at her house at one point, which is like, I love that it just goes from there to there. And it's only in little bits and mm -hmm. pieces that we find this out. I think, again, this is a, this episode I do love later. He's like, so uh, is your mom still with that one guy? My dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy. Oh, God. Ugh. But uh, yeah. uh, so, so Dave goes in the office and... Uh, after Mr. James hangs up with his mother, mm -hmm. um, he brings up that the station is $6,000 over budget, mm -hmm. which that's a lot that considering a lot. we're only focusing on what, seven, five people in the office technically yeah. that would be using that budget? Right, right. <laughs> Except for Animal. Does he count? I feel like he's an intern. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's either an intern or just a transient. Could be both. We haven't figured this out no, yet. No, he Animal again, if you're anyway. out there, please. We, we want you on the podcast. We're going to keep calling you Animal now, though, since yes. that was their plan for you. Beardy. <laughs> I want to call him Beardy. but <laughs> I've always been calling him the Bearded Guy, but Animal uh, animal works. Yeah. Um, Dave, isn't this your, jo isn't it your job to think about this? Yes, Mr. James. Then why am I thinking about it? <laughs> <laughs> So, so good. Oh, you know what this makes me think of? Uh, it reminds me of when $6,000 was a lot of money to me. <laughs> this does not give a shit. No. A shit. And then, like, sometimes I just love that sometimes uh, it's critical that the station is, yeah. just, is operating in peak conditions. And then other times it's like, I don't, I don't, why would I care? This is just another right. thing I do. Well, it's, it's funny because Mr. James, for all intents and purposes, he is a really good businessman. So the fact that I mean, $6,000, I get it, he's a billionaire, but $6,000, it's still a lot of money for a business like this, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. To, just to disappear, so mm -hmm. the fact that he doesn't care and it's his business, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he, and he puts Dave on the case to like investigate, and then <laughs> we find out what a fruitless mm -hmm. uh, adventure that is. Yep. Uh, okay, and I think we, we skipped ahead earlier when we were talking about the blue dress, but there's one line in here that is very similar to the chock full of nuts line earlier in the series, which is uh, devil with a blue dress on more like an angel. <laughs> like, and that's how Again, he... that read. <laughs> yep. How he says that line <laughs> would not really be that funny with anybody else. Uh -uh. No, <laughs> no. Like, I mean, they, like they would an angel. <laughs> just that, that total. Oh my God. What is he going to do to me? I know. <laughs> I know. Like it's, that's like, so no wonder, like the suspicion kind of builds based on that. <laughs> Like, but and but simultaneously so charming. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't figure out I can't figure out where the potential for creepiness comes from. I don't know if it's the face he's making when he does it, or but because it's it's also charming. Like he's a yeah, very yeah, yeah. handsome, charming guy. But like, there's I can't figure out where it is. I'm kind of wondering like when they actually were filming these, if if Phil Hartman in his head is just like. I'm actually going to be genuine here. And then it comes mm. off that way. He's like, I'm right. going to be a little manipulative, creepy. Let's right. see what happens. Mm -hmm. And if it just comes off that way, either way, you're still like, I know. I don't know what, 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 what? Because even if you've ever seen him interviewed, uh, you know, just casually as himself, mm -hmm. like he's not doing, he doesn't normally like do a character except for maybe occasionally. Right. Like, we, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really put that voice on. No, no, has. no. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, he's got 
he's got this natural smirk to him. Mm-hmm. He's got very like his eyebrows are very express. He's a very expressive guy. Yeah. And so I guess it becomes hard like uh, it's it's difficult for me to parse like what means what with him. Yeah. Which is great cuz he's an enigma and that's yeah. perfect to play that part. I, I I think for someone like Bill that also lets you skirt the line between what whatever if he is being an asshole yeah. or if he is being a good guy. We, we never know. Yeah. We never know. And I think that's uh, one of the best aspects of Bill. The one thing I wish we could know is like, like what was in the guy's head when he was doing it. I, w- I wish there were like notes like, well, Bill's yeah. thinking. But you don't. Actors work so differently, too. Like, it, 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 I my guess would be Vicky Lewis memorized the shit like you do a play mm-hmm. and then fucking went with it and ran <laughs> with it. And like, I don't know. I, I wonder if there are any of them who like took very strict notes. Or maybe not, though. Like, I don't know what it's like to work on a sitcom, so I would have zero idea. Oh, that's uh, a that's a good question. I, <laughs> I, bear, I, like, I act once a month, so it doesn't really, like, it's not like I have a whole lot of, you know, uh, to draw from. Oh, this is also the first episode where Lisa's math aptitude shows up. Yes, uh, that was actually my next note, the directly right, right. Yes, that was my actual next note, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they come back to this a few times, like later. Oh yeah, big time. Especially, and it, then it kind of like peaks at the the SAT episode when, uh, or, which not the SAT episode, it's arcade. Like it's mm-hmm. one of the best episodes of all time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it kind of peaks there. I, I I just like that she's established. Not well. It also gives Bill an well, opportunity to say college girls again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also uh, because they get to it pretty much uh, from someone. Well, from every cast member, but. Each person working at that station has this random special ability, mm-hmm. and Lisa's happens to be uh, figuring out complicated calculations in her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just she's good at math. She can yeah. do that shit in her head. And and I love how Dave was just loving it so much when he found out about it. He kept asking her. Cause mm-hmm. He was probably turned on by it. I know. Honest. I got that impression too. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is, I mean, Dave's a giant nerd. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he's like, admittedly. Uh, like a TV stunted dunce, like he's not mm. an idiot, but like he doesn't have nearly the paper intelligence, right? On paper intelligence that she does, right? Um, uh, <laughs> I really this is the this is the worst. I I hate my notes. Like my handwriting is fucking horrible on this part of my French kids. At well, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, well, this is the this is the next thing I have. I don't know if, mm-hmm. if there's something that happened between the crazy mass ability, but uh, uh. When Lisa, when Dave was talking to Lisa about the the budget, and Lisa was just like, "Dave, don't tell me to make me rat on his friends," and he's like, "Oh, oh, you know, you know something, you know something." <laughs> <laughs> I just like Lisa's like, "Check, check the phone bill. What? <laughs> check, check the phone bill." And <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's 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 his name? Don't give. Me, I can't give you a name. What's it begin with an M? First or last? First. Is it Matthew? I can't say or whatever she says. And then I really, okay, so he goes over to bug Matthew about uh-huh. the phone bill. And first of all, I find out Matthew can speak French. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, it is un- it, it is fine that this shit's unjustified, especially later when we find out what his degree is in. Uh, it's the fucking dumbest joke in the world. But that he can speak French is kind of mind-blowing compared yeah. to who he turns out to be later right. maybe he's getting maybe this is the beginning of his intellectual descent and then that that sort of maybe he he hits a valley at some point mm-hmm. and then you know smatthew brings him back to maybe who he once was later <laughs> later later on and then he drops off again it who could knows? be you know I, I like that let's uh let's pay attention to this theory yeah yeah, yeah. let's see if, i mean i'm gonna use 
Andy Dick's language for one of the few times I'll bring Andy Dick up as himself on this podcast. But <laughs> if you listen to the commentaries, and again, this is his language, not mine. He's like, he just got more gay and retarded as the show show went on. And uh, that is a maybe the insensitive version of how I would put it. But he does get dumber. He yeah. does get considerably more effeminate and se- possibly sexually obsessed with Bill as the show goes on. Right. And even clumsier with that. Like, he was already oh, pretty yeah. damn clumsy. Yeah, that's but true. Really... But this is not the season where the cold opens all start, all yep. end with him falling over or doing something stupid, which <laughs> honestly ends up being one of my favorite bits, because like, I'm a child. It's like, I got to say, too, uh, uh, just referring to Andy Dick in this role, like, um, he's perfect at it, and it just, Matthew is like this just, yeah, likable idiot, yeah. uh, as opposed to, like, the stuff that, Andy Dick does after this, which always just comes off like this creepy, oh, God, stay away from me kind of thing. It's true. It's true, because after this, I think he went to Gilmore Girls. Is that the show he was on after this? He had like a bit part on maybe that show, which maybe Lauren Graham was like, okay. Uh, But I don't know. (laughs) Coming back, guys, I I never watched Gilmore Girls. I don't know if that's a good show or not. Well, I mean, uh, the biggest, like, because I remember, and he had like a bunch of bit parts like this, like, Mm -hmm. uh, old school he was like the showing the ladies oh, how to use that the carrot and stuff like that he just comes that's yeah literally where i turn the movie off <laughs> i've never finished that movie and i think it's partially because of that yeah it's actually it's actually really funny you should you should get through it all get through it all don't worry about inhale that. don't worry about that. yeah yeah <laughs> it's fine it's fine <laughs> well, we can agree to disagree <laughs> anyway uh, back to news radio <laughs> uh. um yeah but i i just love also like he can speak french but like Da, 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 uh, da, da, and then he says Parscamon Supervisor. Like he does it's just the most Matthew way of speaking French. It is just I get it. fantastic. Even before I love it though, uh because I think Dave really enjoys like catching people on this stuff. Because when he went up when he actually went up to Matthew mm-hmm. and Matthew just got like Matthew was speaking French on the phone, but Matthew got <laughs> got silent when Dave got there and then he was like, Why don't you uh why don't you finish up the the, the phone call, Matthew? Like, oh, okay. You want me to meet you later? No, 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 no. Now, now. <laughs> and then he ends up speaking the French. But it's just, I do think Dave really loves catching people that stuff because he's just so like, too. I got you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> it's all like little. It is little shades of that moment that mm-hmm. Jen loved so much in the first episode, where he's like, No, Bill. I, I, you know, I'm. The, I, he wants that to. He wants yeah. to get that back, but he never mm-hmm. quite. I don't think at any point does he ever command anybody's attention to that level. Well, it's it, it's well exact. I mean, it's interesting because he hates confrontation, but yeah, these things where he can catch people like where he's got like a one hundred percent sure like I'm right, you asshole uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He would never say that. But no, no, no. Yeah, he's but, too nice for that. No. He's a w- nice Wisconsin boy. That's true. Or he does so call we, Lisa a bitch so later, though. So he does. <laughs> anyway, not in this episode. I shouldn't no, have no, brought no. that up. Anyway, no, that's fine. <laughs> You're allowed to. We, we love the show. Uh, <laughs> I never noticed. There's a gag in this I never noticed ever before. What's and that? I think it's because of the low resolution of these transfers. <laughs> they are pretty low Blu-ray people. Blue. Can I, real quick, watch Cheers on Netflix. Had mm. no idea that these, at least, at least a pilot is a Blu-ray transfer. Because that show's on Blu-ray now. Really? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the pilot on Netflix is the Blu-ray transfer because it looks phenomenal. Well, they shot the news radio. They shot it on film yes, too, they so did. it actually looked really good yes, if it got they the did. transfer. The only thing, like I said, I've been e- I was emailing back and forth with somebody who worked on the show. I don't know if I said his name before, so I won't say it now. But like, the special effects are the one thing that wouldn't translate because they did those in in standard def. Mm. But who cares? They did that with <laughs> the next generation. They just redid the effects as close as they could to the original. I have. Oh, I didn't know they did that. In yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I have the standard deaf news radio. I'm good to go. Redo the effects. There can't mm. be that many. 
I'm yeah, there okay really with it. can't be that many. You like, know, like what? What? So, what? so, so we've got three goals with this, right? Uh huh. We got okay. Goal number one is Blu-ray release. Yeah. Goal number two was was reunion, but I think maybe that should just go to Netflix the way Gilmore Girls did. Let's just do a new Ooh, season of News Radio that, on Netflix. Oh, I would love that. Right? New Hampshire. I mean, they do. <laughs> did you, there's a there's three seasons of a show on Netflix that I've never heard of, starring Andy Samberg and Taylor Lautner. Uh, did you know that that was on there? No. Yeah. What is it? They're that? in their third season. Andy Samberg plays some hippie called Cuckoo. It's an English show, or at least it's English produced. What? Yeah. Yeah. You had no idea. You I had no idea because nobody's know. ever talked about it. And it's a Netflix well, show. The, must Somebody must be watching it. It's in third so, season. So I'm going to go ahead and say News Radio could at least get another season on the flicks. I think if Netflix put this on, if Netflix put News Radio on, mm-hmm. the, uh, the ratings would do pretty well. And I think word of mouth would come back oh yeah this was actually a great yeah. show as long as i mean and this is the weird thing the weird the only weird thing is it would be netflix's only three camera sitcom and i i hope they do it no way. they have that ashton kutcher one that's an original but oh it, the thing with sam elliott is the, a three camera yeah, sitcom it's a three camera sitcom all right then never mind well then if they're still gonna do it they might as well and full heart fuller house <gasps> oh yeah three- which i also did not see i I, w- I won't, but that's great. I'm <laughs> glad it, I'm glad it's there for people who think that was a good show. I am very happy for people. <laughs> I loved it as a kid. Now, if you yeah. brought back Perfect Strangers, son oh of a bitch, I would be lined oh, up because I'm I a child. Do Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to... <laughs> Uh, that, by the way, that's Alan in my next uh, show. It's going to be Perfect Strangers. Strangers. I would do it. I would 100, although only two seasons are available on DVD, I think. So uh, it would be a little difficult. Oh, I know, dude. I think they might all be on Hulu. I have Hulu them, though. Check. I don't know. Anyway, guys. Hulu, sorry. Netflix we got distracted, gave you distracted with 80s and 90s TV shows. Yes, sorry. Um, hey, Alan, did you know that we have a sponsor this week? We do. Who and, is it? Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a little ice cream joint slash truck. Is it? It's a joint. It, it's a truck. What I'm saying is it's an ice cream truck. When I say joint, it's a traveling, floating, floating, Frozen, driving. Yeah. It's called minute. CVT Soft Serve is what I'm saying. CVT Soft Serve. I love that stuff. That's the best. That's actually the best ice cream I've ever had. It is. Me too. Um, and I normally don't like soft serve, but this is the best ice cream I've ever had. It absolutely is. They And they're very simple in terms of your choices. You've got your vanilla. you got mm-hmm. your chocolate. You've got your twist. Yep. And that's basically it. But you can also add... Sprinkles, sea, sea salt, and sprinkles, sea salt, and sometimes uh, he will actually put the ice cream in coffee, which I gotta say is one of the most fantastic things I've ever had. Yeah, it's upsettingly delicious. It's, like, it really is. I was supposed to go get some last night, and mm. I'm angry with myself I didn't go. I'm angry at you that Thank you didn't you. go. You, should you didn't be. tell me about it. I know. You jerk. I know. I'm the worst. Jeez. So if you guys go to cvtsoftserve.com, you can find it there. Follow them on Instagram, yeah. though, like and Twitter, at uh, cvtsoftserve. That's your best bet, because they're very active and very funny on Twitter. And tell uh, and, and say hi to Joe, who's actually is really awesome. He owns a truck, and he... Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's and, in a drinking uh, game with us. Yeah, tell him, tell him, tell him uh, we sent you. Yeah, please do. Uh, and you'll get the news radio discount, which is a wink. Yeah, he will give you a wink. He'll give you a wink. Okay, we got to make a note to Joe to tell, tell him, him to wink at the news radio <laughs> fans. So, uh, yeah, guys, check out CVT Soft Serve. And now, on with the show. Here's where we get to, like, I don't think we're going to oh. do a real deal, but this is where we get to the Bill shit. And I did mm-hmm. take a lot of notes on Bill. Okay. Um, and uh, you feel free to interrupt, obviously. But. Well, I just so, had him. yeah, go ahead. Here's first. where his weird, <laughs> stunted childhood starts immediately comes in, and where you learn that that wink to her was not creepy. I mean, he's an adult mm-hmm. who obviously finds her attractive in this pushy, pushy uppy dress. Sure, you know it's very sure. cute, right? 
but he brings her a corsage <laughs> as an adult. And of course, she's like, I can pin it on myself because she thinks he's being a creep. He just thinks he's being, I think, a little gentleman. I yeah. think Bill thinks he's a little gentleman. It's almost like he <laughs> didn't go to prom or did go to prom and it just went horrible yeah. and he wants to make up for it. Or he was <laughs> or he was locked in a box while prom was happening. Who knows? That's probably true <laughs> with, the, with the old sandwiches. He's yeah. probably <laughs> stuck in the basement. In a box, yeah. She'd make him two months at a time. Sorry, we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. Um, but yeah, like, oh god, uh, yeah, right. Uh, so uh, Bill embarrassed because he was. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh wait, sure. I can't. Well, I could fuck my notes. You talk. I can't. Well, no, no, read no, my I just notes. Uh, was it after? I love <laughs> Bill's. Fa- I don't remember what he did right before that. After, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made that face and like put his arms out mm-hmm. and did like that. Yeah, I don't. Nobody can see it, but he just like did like this goofy smile and that tuxedo. I thought it was oh, just yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. most precious moments. Yeah, again, <laughs> also little gentleman Bill. Like yep. I, I, I do love that. There's this this childlike innocence combined with, and again, everybody's gonna think it's creepy because he's almost fifty. Right, but even even with that that innocence that that uh, that happens, and then when uh, Lisa would start to <laughs> start to complain about it and then Bill goes I'm sorry Lisa I only had one extra ticket if any consolation you were my third choice <laughs> show me a woman who isn't jealous of another woman and I'll show you a man <laughs> I, Divi- that's, see that's the other thing too is, yeah, exactly right I mean it's the same like because clearly his mother damaged him oh god yeah you know like eventually we don't find that out till later but like mm-hmm. I just love that that's also it was like he, he wants I mean it's it's a it's a typical he he is like if Norman Bates became successful, I oh, think God. there's like there's some shit in his background where it's like, well, now I work past it, but I still have these <laughs> weird things. to. And he, but that's, you know, I think where the juxtaposition is so funny. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have he's not socially awkward. No. Well, he is socially awkward, but he's he socially not, an asshole. He, he though, is, but... Exactly. He's too confident. And that's where he overcompensates. Yep. And he's just very much like, oh, well, I've got this figured out. I can do this and this and this. And then, like, his weaknesses come out when, in the way he handles them. And I, I love that so, so much. And mm-hmm. I think that's where his awkwardness comes shows yeah. through. He doesn't know how to deal with this situation like an adult. <sighs> it's so, it's so, so good. good. Like, and he, yeah, I mean, this whole thing where he's talking about female jealousy and mm-hmm. like, all this stuff, it's so, so good. But so uh, Beth walks in mm-hmm. in this really, really tight blue dress that yeah. seems a bit. It's a very nice form fitting. Mm-hmm. Seems like it might be one size too small, but right. it fits her very nice. Mm-hmm. Her, like her cleavage is popping out, and the sh- the she shirt is really short. So uncomfortable. Yeah, too. it's like she could barely walk in this uh-huh. blue dress. I just like it too when uh, uh, Lisa like sees it and she's trying to like pull the skirt down. <laughs> Beth, like, Beth says, "It doesn't go any lower," <laughs> and it's just fear in her eyes. Oh, I interrupted myself earlier when I was oh, saying so, there's a gag ahead. that I'd forgotten, and that is when uh, he somebody brings up um, uh, the hair uh, Catherine's hair salon bill. Matthew, brings oh, that's it up. I had that coming up still. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes up, but there's a joke right before that oh, where great. Matthew tells him. Check the Catherine for the hair mm-hmm. salon bill. Um, they they cut to her because of the low resolution. That's where we got off track. <laughs> I couldn't tell that she's got her hair just piled high and so big, bigger than she's ever had it on the show before. It's super extra done. I guess I don't. It was it was it was big, but mm-hmm. I, I think maybe it is because of the low resolution. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah, how yeah, yeah. Big. Well, because her hair is very dark and it's mm-hmm. not lit for that. So like I, I could not tell, but in HD guys, um, be able to tell. Um, 
Did you have notes before we get to talking with her? Because it's one of my favorite exchanges. In this oh, uh, yeah. No, actually, it's one of mine, too. But uh, d- just before that, because the one little thing they have right before that was uh, uh, when Lisa was concerned about Beth and Dave says, you want to go to lunch? Lisa says, uh, I'm not in the mood. So Dave says, so you want to go get something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> so clearly they don't eat. They just have sex on lunch, which mm-hmm. I got to think is hilarious. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I, I love that they're just th- these... That is the one place where the two of them relate. They're yeah. both like sex fiends. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's, okay. it's 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 weird but awesome at the same time. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. To, well, not weird. It's it makes sense that NBC wanted a will they won't they on every show, I guess. Which but is, we know they did. The only yeah, which is the only, <laughs> I guess the only reason they sort of forced that Ross and Rachel thing, which is just the mm. weirdest on Friends. Which I, it's not weird, I guess. Like because eventually. Oh. Anyway, uh, you do your own friends podcast, people. Um, yeah, but on this I'm sure show, there's plenty of those. <laughs> I, there probably are. I've, I've, I just, I do love that they got together at the beginning, and that's mm-hmm. it is. It's a million times more interesting to, to. Well, right, because you, you get it. that out of the because you know the the one and the will they won't they like uh, um, on something like Cheers and stuff like that. Like I think it's it works Cheers really is fine. Yeah, no, it, it works well. the The issue is, you know, it's going to happen. Actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to go off on a tangent here, real quick, but the the worst one I've ever seen was uh, when Smallville started. Uh-huh. The, the the Superman show before we Superman. Uh, there was a will they won't they between Lana Lang and Clark mm-hmm. for like it was having like two and a half seasons, and then finally I was just like, I give up. Like this yeah. just keeps going. I'm going to oh, stop watching the show. God. <laughs> and I. Yeah, I stopped watching this show. I couldn't watch it because there's a character that sounds so much like Lois Lane. It just bugs me. <laughs> Lois Lane came later. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I just... Oh. It's, all right. it's all right. It's okay. I'm not anyway. a comic book guy, unless there's a news radio comic book, which apparently there right. never was. Uh, but, uh, you know, piano, if you're out there, please. Piano yes. and animal. Piano and animal. Piano and animal. Please, contact us. And Tom. And Tom. <laughs> I, I will say for the, uh, yeah no that's next episode we're not gonna talk about that here uh, anyway. so yeah when we when we talk about her her uh, he finally confronts mm-hmm. Catherine about her hair like I I feel like he's thrown so much by the names of the salon and stuff <laughs> that he just doesn't inquire any further Sharice <laughs> Sharice who's Sharice oh Cherise <laughs> and the uh, well she does your hair no 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 Cherise doesn't do my hair. Shavana Luge, which is so so dumb. And then I but, love too that he tries to say it. She says there z- 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 Yeah, that was that was actually my favorite. The, just the the his last again. So 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 funny. Oh god, and it's it's one of his more new heart moments on this show. That was so good. Ah, and yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of how the conversation gets ended because he just can't keep up. Yeah, that. That entire exchange, which I think goes on, what, 30 seconds? Uh-huh. It's one of the funniest exchanges of it. It really is. <laughs> and you know, that's the thing about Catherine. Like, while she might have been, she might not have had a lot to do on the show, like, she could end a conflict quicker because she I, she has more confidence, I think, than Bill, and she's not interested in the drama of it. She she does. She doesn't like, like, because Bill, yes, he's very confident, but a lot of it he does put on. I think Ca- mm-hmm. Catherine just has it. Yeah, 100%. I, I just, I do, <laughs> she goes, Shivana Luge, and... <laughs> Dave just Dave's like, oh come on, you made that one up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. My um, so yeah. Well, right, right. I don't know. There's more to that you wanted to talk about. Cause, uh, no, no, no. That's it. As he's like, right after that, then Beth walks in for lunch, <laughs> all distraught. Clearly, something happened. Uh, 
And then when Bill comes in, I love it when, when Matthew just goes, boo, Bill. <laughs> and then and then everybody starts giving bill shit yeah and then beth beth is like no 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 bill was a perfect gentleman and and asley asley's is basically about accusing him of assault mm-hmm. it's like i'm sorry lisa we were interrupted and he's just wet. <laughs> and then that is the crux of the whole show where yeah. it all tilts in bill's favor where well, Sorry, again, I'm the good guy. You now owe me. When they were giving him so much crap before Beth chimed in, mm-hmm. if you saw his face, though, he really was vulnerable. Yeah. Like, you're like, you 100%. felt bad for the guy. 100%. But, but they just gave him a reason to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. They're and like, oh, well. Sorry, you know, you gave me an excuse to be Bill again. He would have been human, the, possibly the rest of the episode, if that moment hadn't happened. I'm sorry, Lisa. You were saying something. <laughs> so, so, so good. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he's, he, uh, my note was he's now motivated to abuse the reverse in sentiment. <laughs> that is how I wrote it. Because it, like, it's, it's, he's like, well, you know what? You just gave me an ex- excuse for drama, mm-hmm. for attention. Mm-hmm. Where he would have probably gotten take it all. attention before anyway, but now right. he's going to get the kind he doesn't necessarily, well, he doesn't care. And then right after that, Anthony's like, yay, Bill. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, Lisa. Boo. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. Like, that actually, those lines right there, uh, I think I quoted more t- like in high school when they like were starting to syndicate this. I kept uh-huh. quoting it back and forth with a friend of mine. Really? Like, all the time we go, boo, Bill. Boo. <laughs> I love that that stuck with you. That is fantastic. <laughs> yay, Lisa. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, and so, then they, they, they go and they, they, uh, they go to the office. Yeah, Dave and Lisa yep. go in and they try and take care of Beth, who does not want to talk about it. Right. Know. Understandably. She's, right. She's embarrassed. I love, I love though, when they're like, okay, Beth, she's got, she put the, the coat or whatever over her face, mm. lay on the couch. And Dave and Lisa are like, okay, Beth, we'll, we'll give you some time. <laughs> and then they just, sh- shut the door, but don't leave the room. Like, I don't know what they were trying to get I out know, of it. At no one. point, they're like, <laughs> Is this, this isn't going to make her open up to you. Right, right. You're just standing in the room with her. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you're expecting her to cry or what. Right, but just... right. And then all you would have done was frighten her. Yeah. Like if you'd have tried to take care of her for in the middle of crying. Oh, Jeez. man. Oh. oh, okay. And then one of also one of my favorite bits happens here is uh, where Dave's talking about who's subscribing to all these magazines and Bill Ra- Beth raises her hand. <laughs> And he's like, no, it's it's about 60 subscriptions. She raises it again. <laughs> he's like, why are you doing that? Well, because I wanted to win the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. And then he takes this break, this beautifully serious break. He's like, Beth, listen, this is this is important. And I have, I have to, I've told you this before. You don't have to subscribe in order to be eligible. And I'm not doing it justice because the pause does not make you think he's going to talk about that. It's no, no, beautiful. No. It, it really, it really, how he does that, it really sounds like, He's going to try to be very sympathetic, get on her level to talk about the whole Bill situation, mm-hmm. and then it's about the magazine <laughs> subscriptions. So fucking stupid. I love, I love and that is a surreal touch. Yeah. Like, it really is. Well, I do love that, yeah, after he says, you do not have to subscribe in order to be eligible for the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes, and then Beth's response, you are so naive, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very Bill line, too. Yeah, it is. I feel like you might be able to exchange a lot of Beth and Bill lines in some ways. You, you probably know? you probably could. I will say this, too. Like, I think this is one of the, and uh, dispute me if I'm wrong, but one of mm-hmm. the first 
times I think we've actually seen Beth like humiliated. Like I don't ever see her. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, for she hasn't had a whole lot of lot to do yet. But sure, I mean, this is kind of like the first right. Beth centered episode. But yeah, but most of the time she's also she's the one in there with the the least to lose. So she her confidence is usually kind of through the roof. That's so, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. a good point. This is one of the first times when she's like down. Yeah, genuinely down. And I think the gum is finally not there anymore. <sighs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um and again the rest oh, of this episode yeah oh, yeah go ahead i'm sorry but uh <laughs> lisa lisa apologizing to bill like bill i owe you an apology and then bill just stands there like yes mm-hmm. like oh i'm sorry i thought that was that was the apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh i gotta i gotta because bill says to her it's like when because we find out obviously that it was Beth that shoved her tongue down Bill's mouth uh-huh. or throat. Yeah. Uh, he says to Lisa, it's like taking your daughter to the fair and winning prizes and buying her cotton candy. And then you get on the Ferris wheel and she wants to make out. <laughs> How could you do that, Lisa? How could she French her daddy? It's my favorite line <laughs> almost <laughs> of the whole series. And I love the uncomfortable laugh that comes out of the audience at that moment. too. It's like, what the fuck did they just say? That is not a joke you made on a sitcom in the '90s at well, all. No. He just, but he just, he paints this this beautiful picture of taking your daughter to the fair, <laughs> and he like goes into details, and then <laughs> she and you wants think it's going to gonna be a you. metaphor, yeah. and it's not a metaphor. It's so fucking wonderful. It's <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! And then, uh, and then he's then he's they're going to bring him in to talk with Beth. And he's like. If I'm not out in ten minutes, like he's just <laughs> taking so much advantage of 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 being the victim. Like he is, yeah, he's absolutely the worst example of a victim of uh, you know borderline sexual assault that you've ever yeah. heard. Like he, it's so yeah. creepy. It's so creepy. Um, I do like uh, when they try to unless you have any more before like they mm-hmm. try to uh, Dave takes them both in the office to try to settle this. I can I just say, out of any spot for Dave to sit between beth and bill mm. i feel like he took the weakest position because he's sitting on the coffee table lower <laughs> yeah. than all of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely it's the weird awkward moderation and what's so funny is like she's trying to apologize to bill in the mm-hmm. office and what i noticed is while she's describing the situation that led up to her unavoidably as she says making out trying to make out with him mm-hmm. bill's actually smiling <laughs> so he's like he's either remembering that fondly or just like yeah i get it i understand why she did it like there's there's something going on you might just like yeah i know i'm irresistible yeah exactly yeah, i think that's that's very much what it is and and then like dave's like well bill given those circumstances even i'd be tempted to give you a peck on the cheek <laughs> It's <laughs> so so funny. Oh God, I love uh, again with Bill really enjoying this. The after they thought everything was settled, and he's like, "No, no, not so fast. This is all well and good, but what happens one evening when Beth and I are in the office alone? I don't think I'd feel safe." <laughs> well, Bill, I think I can guarantee you'll be safe. Can you, Dave? Can you? It's so, I love God that. damn it. He's just, he's eating up the words so much. <laughs> and it doesn't feel like, it's so funny. Like like I said, story-wise, it doesn't feel like a Bill episode, but they've no. given him so much to react mm-hmm. to and just like, just, it's just excuses to be an a-hole. I didn't realize like how, because you, uh, th- that, that moment before uh, when you, when everyone's trashing on Bill and you do, you might actually feel bad for him and he's vulnerable. That doesn't last very long before we figure it out, and uh-huh. then he just he does this turn it on its end. It's uh-huh. not like 
it's not like the entire day they were harping on him. So the fact that he's enjoying it for this long oh, is yeah. great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm just guilty of being me, which isn't a crime, but maybe it should be. <laughs> so good. That might... God, I don't know. It's a com- it's competing between that and why would she French her daddy oh. like that. I don't know which is my favorite line in the, the whole show. Because... Um, also, too, what what's so funny is this episode. The conflict is never resolved. It, mm, they go not, home with it. Just, it's not. It's because he's like, I'm gonna live in this at least for the rest of the day. Right. Because even uh, when Bill gets on the elevator with Beth, he's like, I think I'll take the stairs. <laughs> he just gets out the elevator, and you're like, Oh, this is just gonna be weird until he's done having fun with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as Dave points out. He said, "You forfeit you to Beth. You forfeited your right to dispute this little thesis when you shoved your tongue down his throat." And again, he's, he's right. But again, that's another day mode. I think where he's just like, "Well, I can stick it to you, so I'm just going to." Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he's there to observe. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all these things that go on. So he might as well just like take any little opportunity he can to be right. I got. Uh, oh, I got to bring this up because this happened right before the uh, to uh, to settle. The budget crisis. Which I think, that, by the way, this is the first budget crisis, and there are a number of them throughout the mm-hmm. season, the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we find out that Jimmy's been flying a helicopter back and <laughs> forth to uh, feed his dogs during lunch, <laughs> and that's what, what's making them go so... That's 90% of why they're over the budget. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> oh, Dave said, well, sir, I think I have an idea. Then J- Mr. James... So do I. <laughs> I. I'd love to hear it. Good, because that's the one we're going to be using. I just like. <laughs> I might have went some more Seinfeld. Sorry, Jimmy James. I can't do you. But uh, that was just his. Uh, again, this is that whole I mentioned before, but that whole like just back and forth, like that quick bang, 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 mm-hmm. setup joke, setup joke between uh, Dave and Mr. James that I love. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like Mr. James is probably when it comes to speed of dialogue mm-hmm. his, his is pro- we're probably the easiest to write in terms of like well we want something punchy and quick and sure it's a good way to end it uh, to tie up an episode is to have jimmy in there and just yeah back and forth with him um anyway yeah no uh i think are there are there any uh do you want, want to do favorite do, let's do uh let's do uh let's do favorite moments okay if you wanna... this is really difficult because uh my favorite line is going to be the whole lead up to why would she friend your daddy that whole mm-hmm. line is it is just so brilliant because, like you said, because of the setup. Because it just it does seem like he's going somewhere, and like it's again, it seems like it's going to be a metaphor, but he doesn't have the mm-hmm. capacity for metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my favorite line. I, I'm trying to think of my favorite, my favorite moment. I, I hmm, the one that, that that occurs to me right now is probably the it, again. It's also kind of a line, but it's the moment with the magazines where he just sits her down, just because it's played so dry and perfect. <laughs> Uh, favorite line. I'm going. Oh crap! Oh crap! What happened? Mm, this is tough. Alan broke it. What? Are oh, you just trying to decide? Yeah, because there's two. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Mm. I'm just gonna give this because, uh, like I said, my buddy and I used to quote this more than anything. But mm-hmm. um, Matthew saying "Boo, Bill, <laughs> Boo." I think that's my favorite line. Uh-huh. And my favorite moment. I had it. I had it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It actually might be early. No. 
My favorite moment is the uh, the Dave's face combination when he is talking to Catherine about the uh, the Shivana Luge and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end of that moment where he just goes, "Yes," yeah, <laughs> where he can't say the word, so he just uses a bunch of s's yeah. right there. I think that's my favorite moment. So I'm gonna give. It's weird because uh, every <laughs> Beth and Bill were fantastic in this. Yeah, yeah, and they were the center of it, but. I'm I'm giving the moment and the line to the side characters on this one, which is a little weird, but <laughs> it works. It's it's happening. Yeah, mainly the really the, the math thing is mainly because my friends and I used to quote that all the time. Yeah, so it must it it left an impression. Of course, of course it did. <laughs> um, we uh, so I feel like I should point out. Thank you guys for watching the it's, Periscope that I did a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. I don't remember when I did it, but yeah, we got a few people watching. That was kind of fun. I just yeah. Periscope just random BS. You know, I just talked about whatever the hell was in my mind, but it was about news radio. Oh, I should periscope uh, during the next podcast. Yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. And you probably got more followers than I do, so please. I doubt that I do. Okay, well uh... then we'll both periscope at the same time, and people can (laughs) (laughs) figure out. (laughs) On the next episode, we will find out who has more followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Klam or Alan Rickett? Uh, It's probably gonna be Alan. I mean, Alan knows more people than I don't know that many. Oh, you don't know that? I don't know that many people on Periscope. Oh, well, if you it's your Twitter followers that are your Periscope people. That's what happens. Oh, or and then randos. Well, if all two hundred and twelve of you are listening, yeah, um... <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I get it. It's fine. It's fine. Alan and I are not on Twitter a lot. We got lives, guys. We got stuff to we get, do. Get, we're busy. Yeah. Is that our excuse? Yeah, we'll, we're busy. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. I think our excuse is we didn't uh, when Twitter started. I think we were both like, I'm not going to use that. And then that was very much who I was. Yeah. Yeah. A few years down the line, you're like, Well, oh, I started it, and yeah. now it's hard to get anybody to follow. You know what's so funny too is like I've got friends who I'm like, Why are you always on Twitter? You don't like, and then the, like for specifically Matt Sachs, and then Matt Sachs, friend of the show who hasn't been on the show yet. Um, he um, uh, sorry, I'm pulling up our website real quick because I wanted to tell people about something, mm-hmm. but um. He just he just he gets followers because he engages so heavily with all these famous people, which is what you're supposed to do. Mm. So much better at Twitter than I am. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, that's what mm. you know. That's just how it happens. Uh, so if you guys go to bit.ly/wnyx, nobody had taken that. Uh, that'll go to our website uh, where you can obviously see the episodes of the podcast, depending if you're getting podcasts elsewhere. Um, that way, there are links to our Twitter and fa- everything's at WNYX News Radio now. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They're all there. And then um, also, you'll see up there, if you go to cafepress.com slash podcast, you'll be able to, you can get m- mugs and stuff now. I checked them out. I made sure to order one uh, because, um, you know, you never know if stuff's going to look good. But the mug I have looks good, and I think Alan can attest to that. I yeah. can definitely attest to it that. It is a podcast for our show, by the way. It's not not news radio logos or anything where I might get in trouble. It's Don't worry, people. We're periscoping this right now. Yeah. We got any followers At the end of yet? the show. How many followers we got? How many people are Oh, watching? I got one. Oh, hey. Person hey, watching. At, at, oh, at uh, M News Radio. Hey. Oh, look at that. Hey, uh, there so... follow us on Twitter. Oh, hey, Whoa, we got another one we got We're just going to do this the whole time. Yeah, we're going to do this this time. <laughs> oh, yo, yo dudes. What, so are they going to get Welcome. us? Welcome. And get... Shan, three, four, Did you tell them five, that we're starting to this I... Periscope at the end of an episode? And we're we're starting at the end of the episode. Don't worry. We'll start another Periscope after this. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna keep it running while you like we take a bathroom break and stuff. Yeah. Or are we just gonna we'll, go? We'll, we'll keep. We'll keep. Well, no, yeah. we'll we'll take a break. We'll come right back. <laughs> Hopefully, more of you will join. This is the weirdest. Love weirdest. you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're gonna stop this broadcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, so that was that. Um, I don't know how to stop this. Oh God, Alan. I don't Alan, know how to stop this. Alan doesn't know how to use it. It's gonna keep going. <laughs> stop broadcast. <laughs>
Um, well, uh, I just feel like in terms of, uh, I, I'll tell you really quick, go to lookingforwardmovie.com where you can see the movie that Alan and I are both in together. It's it's hilarious. It's a movie pro- slash project that I've been working on for 12 years. And this is... And there's uh, a sequel coming I've recently, out. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. This is the sequel in a series of blogs. Um, and I've unfortunately just sort of decided I don't think it's going to end in 2016. So in four more years, I'm going to start some stuff up again, I think. <laughs> uh, God. I'm, I'm, uh. Anyway, what <laughs> no, do you got? Good. What's what's coming up for you, Alan? Uh, well, you can catch both Jason and I in uh, a drinking game each month yep. where we do a stage reading of a movie as a drinking game for the audience. I don't know what's coming up next month. We do but not know. Hopefully it's awesome. Yep. Uh, I signed on to be a lead in a feature in the UK. I just don't know really? when they're shooting and if it's actually going to happen. But <laughs> if it does, look for... Uh, I'm not going to mention the title because that sounds like a bad mouth it, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. But no, it'll be a really good movie if it if it comes out. I'm excited. Can, yeah. All right. What's the genre? Dramedy. Mm. Yes. That sounds awesome. I think I'm more the comic relief in it though. But that's yeah. fine. That's 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 okay. That's no, I not like a bad that. thing. I like being the comic relief. Why am I not in this movie, Alan? Uh, yeah, to talk to the director. <laughs> Why don't you talk to the director for me, Alan? I'm just gonna give put me, you on. Give on me time. Let me get on a pressure. movie. I haven't been on set with him yet, so. <sighs> so you got to be on set. I'm not gonna get on the movie if you're on set. Well, I, <clears throat> sequel. Well, supposedly he wants to keep uh, casting likes, you and stuff. He said that yeah, all his actors he likes to work with on several pictures, so he gets to know that them director. Uve Bowl. Alan is in Postal <laughs> Two, uh, UK. That would be. I, I, honestly, when you were first talking to me about this director, I'm like, is it Uve Bowl? Like in my head, that's oh, what I no, thought it would be at awesome. first. No, be awesome. no it he's would a be very, interesting. He's a very funny, uh, really cool director. Mm. He just, um, I'll figure out who it is. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Um, like I said, follow us. Uh, I'm at jklom on uh, Twitter. I'm at Alan Rickert. Also on Twitter. Also on Twitter. <laughs> uh, find me on Facebook. Same name. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Friend right. me on Facebook. Just make sure you let me know. How you know me from yeah, the podcast kind of a good, or whatever. Good yeah. guide for me too, because I don't Cause I've accept had, them all anymore. I've been on other like series and stuff where people are like, Hey, yeah, friend request. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I don't know who you, you are, yeah. and this kind of scares me. But mm-hmm. if you explain who you are, hey. Yeah. Guys, I, we're really famous, so we gotta be <laughs> Yeah, we gotta so I have literally two friend requests. Two two friend twos of friend twos, requests. Twos of okay. Yes. Well, and, thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you. And thank you. as always. Catch you later, later beefcakes. God damn it, Alan. <laughs> I did it again. I'm He's doing it. it on purpose. I do it on purpose. Ready? Oh, we're going to do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> catch, catch you later, beefcakes. I'm going to keep it in there. Uh, you should. Okay. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit soulandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.